solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? When are you guys gonna learn? The more you indict, the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Talking about Trump 2024, you heard me. Woo woo! Wah! Gangsters! The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's gonna be man nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack man nobody. Nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. From sea to shining sea, three hours of bold truth and excellence. The Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program, Hour 3 on the clock right now. We are so delighted to have with us uh, former federal agent and our current national security expert, John Guandolo, on the line. John, I'm going to throw you a curveball out, out of the gate here. We were not planning on talking about this, but I see that all of the news is breathlessly reporting the death of this uh, Putin critic in prison. Have you been following this, this Navalny guy? Yes, I uh, I saw those stories. Now, is this is this some? Uh, it sounds a little propaganda-ish to me. Oh, I wonder why they want to talk about that, but they don't want to talk about things that are important to us here in this country. Well, I, I um, it's hard to to pin down, especially right now. But here's I think you're on the right track. Uh, the news stories that the the media, especially whether it's uh, you know Newsweek or CNN or USA Today. We know from the last many years that when they drop a story, they uh, there's a reason for it. Right. Like, why is this story getting uh, play? And I just think it's because the assault on Tucker Carlson and on Vladimir Putin is uh, is on the uptick. And yeah. I'm not. I, I would never defend Vladimir Putin, uh, but I also think. You know, the idea of what happened with Tucker Carlson and Vladimir Putin, which was an exchange, I wanted to see that. I was glad I saw it, glad I listened to it. And as an American citizen and somebody who I, you know, I believe myself to be informed, uh, I'll make my own decision. And that's, that's what real journalism is about. You lay the, the truth and the facts on the table, or at least present it. You know, everyone gets their day. We let uh, Kamala Harris run her soup sucker uh, all the time uh, and spout off her crap. Uh, you know, let's let's let every we let Zelensky, who's a tyrant and a murderer, uh, running Ukraine. We let him. We invite him into the Congress and hug him and give him billions of dollars. I'd say, you know, we we that. So I don't. I'm not making a, a any kind of determination on this. Um, but boy, they jumped on it, and that mm-hmm. always raises my. Uh, 
raises my radar. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. And you know, I was also thinking about you last week when that the woman, Janice Moreno or whatever her name was when she walked into Joel Osteen's church in Texas and had her little boy with her and had a long rifle with her and ended up getting shot and killed by by good guys inside. Her son ended up getting shot in the head. And I was thinking, I'm like, is this radicalized LGBTQIA plus terrorism? Is this something jihadi against Catholics or Christians? Like, what do we look into this for? What, what do we see? Well, that's a great question, because what's, you know, when we look um, at who this was, she she had a um hijab on uh was a fan of al-qaeda and hamas and hezbollah and uh we now have uh, her readings i actually had something uh pull up this is from a january 3rd post of hers so just over a month ago she wrote allah is willing i will um don't worry my muslim brothers i am past the threat phase i'm in planning mode please don't message me private, trying to stop me. Um, so this is somebody who expressed admiration for Osama bin Laden. She calls Muslims her brother. She's wearing a hijab, and she's got a, a free Palestine, uh, apparently a sticker on her rifle, uh, and she walks into uh, a church and kills people, by the way, which is exactly what al-Qaeda uh, put out, the call for jihad last yeah. week, uh, when they put out a global call for uh renewed individual jihad in the West, especially America, especially those who speak ill of Islam. Those are the primary targets. And anybody that stands in the way of Sharia uh, being imposed on the land. So that's, this is what we're, uh, we're going to see a lot more of this. It's the first thing I thought when I saw the Kansas City uh, attack, we still don't know. They're saying it's gang violence. Um, Could be. And of course, the mayor, this is a sidebar, but the mayor of Kansas City is on, uh, you know, the radio on NPR doing a special saying, you know, this is why we just got to get rid of guns, all guns, including your basic, you know, revolver. You just got to get rid of them. No, what we have to get rid of is people that do this, which oddly enough, these are all, this is the result of the political left, the Democrats, the Democrats, these are Democrats killing people. These are, I'm going to say it again, they're Democrats killing people. These are, then they're not necessarily just commies. They're all kinds of Democrats. Thugs, whether they're juveniles or adults, who are not in jail, multiple offenders, you know, people illegally in the country because we're letting them in by the tens of thousands. So that's who's killing people. And then the Democrats are like, this is why we got to get rid of guns. No, we got to get rid of you. People yes. Like you. Yes. That's who we got to get rid of. That's the root cause of the problem, folks. <laughs> Voting in the wrong people or not catching them when they cheat to get in. You know, and I'm I'm intrigued by this as well, John, because the, the government has proven to us repeatedly that it is not vetting anybody. It's not capable of keeping anybody safe. So this would be a really good time, the way I'm looking at it, to have guns. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think anyone, um, any patriot, I'm going to say that, any informed patriot who believes in the ideals in the Declaration, uh, enshrined in law and the Constitution, who doesn't have weapons and isn't carrying weapons, is a fool at this point today. Because 
the uh, you know to say the, the old saying you know the, the the inmates are running the insane asylum I think is is to way undersell what where we are today or significantly undercut the reality of what's going on. It's not just the lunatics on the street. I mean, I've, I've been watching over the last couple of days going through videos that people are putting out, whether it's on social media or their YouTube channel or their Rumble channel, of people in different cities and stuff. And, and these are crazy people. And you look at them, they look possessed. These look, these are, these look like demonically possessed people. These are crazy, dangerous people. And they, they have no respect for authority, no respect Life. for your rights and my rights, and it's my duty, whether it's as a husband or as a father, as a, a, a whatever, Man. to protect myself. Mm-hmm. I have a natural right to it. I have a natural right to defend myself and my family, and therefore a, na- a natural right to bear the tools to do so. The right to keep and bear arms has nothing, nothing to do with the Second Amendment and everything to do with my and your natural right to protect and defend yourself and your loved ones. That's it. And so that this, uh, every, everything we're seeing, I mean, this is just, you know, the lies. And you notice the story about Joel Osteen's church is gone. They're not even talking about it now that we know she was a jihadi. Nobody's, I haven't seen anybody talking about it other than myself, my colleagues, people like you. Uh, that That's it. But if you talk about the traditional media, from CNN to Fox News, from Wall Street Journal to Washington Post, that story is over. I'm, I'm intrigued by this as well. So this gal, Janice, who's dead now, also went by the name Jeffrey. So there is some suggestion that she was perhaps in a trans mentality. Why is it that the LGBTQIA plus community does not realize that jihadis would kill them on the spot? Oh. Uh, well, I, I can't get into the head of everyone in it, but I would say this. First of all, a reminder to the audience. When you hear that phrase, LGBTQ uh, movement, effort, that's a communist line of operation. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about people who are homosexual, who are advocating for civil rights. They have all the rights that you and I do. Correct. That, that's, they have all the natural rights uh, that that we all have. We all have it. Um, but the LGBTQ whatever uh, movement, that's a communist line of operation, and, the, and it has multiple uh, objectives, but one is to undercut the morality of our country. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, from the lieutenant governor of Minnesota to community leaders who are all pro-LGBTQ, they call for killing people. Killing people. If you don't give me my whatever I'm asking for, we can kill you. That's what they, they've been saying it for over a year. I mean, I wrote articles on this, you know, 18 months ago, two years ago. It's very inclusive, is, very inclusive and welcoming. We will kill yeah. you if you disagree with us. That's true. John, I want you to hang tight for me because I, I have something important that, that as, a, as a woman, as a mom, I want to ask him. Um, our national security expert, he knows this stuff, former federal agent for years and years and a Marine. John Guandola returns right after this. Let's get back out to our national security 
expert, John Guandolo. John, you have warned us uh, repeatedly, uh, and you have told us that change begins at the local level with how we all get involved in our local elections, the ones that are super not sexy. But it also begins within our homes. And I think that you are seeing a very small number of people who are standing up as the warrior front of this war we're in. This is our own 1776, it feels like. Tell me about that. Well, yeah, I think, first of all, um, I really do believe that uh, if you want to, you know, people, and this is, I think, a natural human tendency. We we look externally because it's much more different, uh, much more difficult to stand in the mirror and look at ourselves and our own faults and what we need to do but I really believe that, you know, the time um, for real uh, men of honor to stand up and take back their communities uh, has, has probably passed, but it certainly is now. Um, and men and women uh, in, your, in your families, in your communities, to, uh, to do the right thing in your families first then in your neighborhood, in your community, in your county. And don't look beyond that, uh, because it is at that local level that we make the biggest change. And uh, you and I have talked about this, Wendy. I think the fact that so many people, and I'm looking at social media, and most of the stuff, it's all about Joe Biden and Donald Trump and Congress and why they're not doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, of course they're not. They're not going to do anything productive. The literally our Congress is just approving hundreds of billions of dollars to uh, tyrant states like Ukraine, Iran, the largest state sponsor, and the American people are still sitting on their butts. Um, and, and those people that are in the know, that are paying attention, that are angry, are still looking way up at the federal level instead of you know, right across the street at the commies and jihadis in their counties, in their neighborhoods. And then before, you know, it's like the old saying, you can't give what you don't have. And if we're not uh, righteous in our own right, in our own homes, uh, and prepared at, in, at the house level for what's coming, and we're not organizing our neighborhood, and we're not organizing our county, uh, then the what happens at the national level of, is of little consequence. I mean, imagine, again, the right people get elected next time around, uh, but your county is in complete chaos. What, what good does that do you? And uh, you, you fortify your county from your home outward, and then you fortify adjoining counties. And that's how we begin taking back large portions of our state's and then pushing it up. This is a this is a bottom up revolution. Mm -hmm. and, um, and I think the key is also finding and I think the key from go is finding those like minded people in your neighborhood who, you know, and you know what a great telltale sign is, ladies and gentlemen, the American flag. That's usually a really good sign outside somebody's home to know what their thoughts are. John, it really is. It is, but I think it also comes back to community. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are people that live in neighborhoods that don't really even talk to their neighbors. A hundred percent. And so you're worried about people coming in the border, depending on where, where you live. It could be thousands of miles away from where you live, but you get, you know, you don't even know what your neighbor's up to. 
and um, it, it's it's good to to build those friendships and those relationships in your neighborhood. And what I've found um, in my own community is, regardless of who we, you know, it, with the different views, uh, at least in my neighborhood, in my broader community, the things that I believe are important. Most of the people believe those things. Mm-hmm. And we have those conversations, and I'm not worried about them, uh, how they respond, because if they know the conversation begins because they, they see it from me and how I, uh, how I live in mm-hmm. my neighborhood, how I act towards my neighbors, uh, the kind of you know, man I am, and that is, uh, that's where it begins. I, I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. But if you're spending more than five percent of your time. This goes for anybody, I believe, uh, worrying about the next presidential election, the Congress, the cabinet, the Supreme Court. You're wasting your time. And we've had these discussions just ad nauseum, I think, on, on your show. So if people don't get that by now, that the federal bureaucracy is controlled by the adversaries of liberty. And the only way we begin to take that back, yeah, it would be nice to have a president uh, that isn't a communist and isn't selling out our country and isn't a traitor. That would be nice. It, it could be helpful. But that the bureaucracy at the federal level and all the components of government are, are controlled by adversaries of liberty. 100%. So we begin by the bottom up, taking back your county and adjacent counties, and it really does begin in the home with men and women who are, are men and women of real virtue. I thought you, and, uh, I thought you were going to say from the bottom up in the middle out, and I was going to reach through and choke you. But um, <laughs> John Guandolo, <laughs> appreciate what you do, sir. I hope you have a great, safe weekend. God bless. Thank you. You too. God bless you. You know, this is these are the conversations, and he says it all the time. I mean, you get what you vote for, but you also get what you put in the time for. Um, I got to I got to drop this story on you. Um, it has to do with prostitutes and it has to do with the Biden administration giving prostitutes a pass. Um, ladies and gentlemen, don't tell me that there's not evil among us. I got this story for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. I wonder if the. If this strategy behind closed doors, if there is some such strategy, the masterminds of suck out there who are doing everything they can to make us feel the way we do right now. Do you think they get together and they say, let's throw the worst stuff at these people and see what they do with it? Because I kind of think so. I kind of think that's the case. Because everything is so dumb and we've become almost to a degree desensitized. When uh, when something happens to you and it's negative and you have to learn how to deal with it, because if you didn't, it would be your certain demise. You you do. You just learn how to grin and bear it. I don't know how you're going to get over this, though. Because it makes no sense. The Biden regime wants to protect prostitutes who knowingly transmit HIV or AIDS to someone else, and they want to protect them under the umbrella of the American Americans with Disabilities Act. What? Get out of town. There is no way 
that that is real. Well, it is. And it's on multiple publications. This particular story, this iteration is on uh, the Gateway Pundit. And it, it literally, this is the headline. And the first word is accurate. Insane. Insane. Biden regime sues state of Tennessee over law punishing prostitutes for knowingly spreading HIV. And claims the law violates the Americans with Disabilities Act. That's absolutely obnoxious. It, it seems like whatever is dark or corrupt or I guess just morally bankrupt, these people put their eggs in that basket. To what end? Can't fathom. The Biden Department of Justice filed a lawsuit against the state of Tennessee Thursday over a law penalizing prostitutes for spe- spreading HIV Insanely claiming it is a, quote, prohibitive form of discrimination under the Americans with Disabilities Act. These are the people who, who wanted, demanded that, that you not only get vaccinated again and again and again and again, that our whole world be predicated on a system of passports, of proof where you had, you had to prove a barcode that suggested your worth or value. And in order to get in and get food at the grocery store to open up the arm like you're going through a, a turnstile at Disney World, you had to flash a barcode or, or something maybe, if you're super duper advanced, something in your finger that was a chip that said that you got it, Right. And they're trying to tell us that it's okay if you guys want to spread HIV and AIDS everywhere. We got your back. Makes no sense. It's not supposed to. The Tennessee law, which was passed in 1991, characterizes intentionally spreading HIV as aggravated prostitution. I I would agree. Specifically, this occurs when a person engages in sexual activity as a business or is an inmate in a house of prostitution or loiters in a public place for the purposes of being hired to engage in sexual activity. (gasps) Despite knowing that they are infected with HIV, a person convicted of aggravated prostitution faces up to 15 years in prison in Tennessee and a fine of up to $10,000. Most of Tennessee's prostitution occurs in one pretty serious area, Memphis. Assistant Attorney General Kristen Clark at the Justice Department Civil Rights Division released a statement claiming the law targets HIV-infected individuals because of their disability. Yeah, in the eyes of this regime, having a deadly infectious disease counts as a disability. So everybody out there who unknowingly, though unwisely, decides to have sex with a prostitute clearly has no idea what their HIV status is. Rolling the dice anyway, we can argue you get what you get when you wander into those waters. But is this the most ridiculous thing that you've heard in the last five minutes? The enforcement of state criminal laws that treat people differently based on HIV status, they go into all this mumbo jumbo. The law also requires those convicted of aggravated prostitution to register as a sex offender for life, meaning those convicted cannot live or accept employment 
within a thousand feet of any school, daycare center, other child care facility, public park, playground, recreation center, or athletic field. But the Department of Justice, your Department of Justice, this is this group that that promises that they are even-handed, that they are logical, that they do things based on morality and constitutionally accepted principles. They're whining that these restrictions violate an HIV-infected prostitute's right to live and work and go out in public. So to go back to my opening monologue, it is an assault on all of these things. They did take prayer out of school and learning out of education, safety out of our streets. And they did take the credibility out of research and the facts out of science and objectivity out of the media. And they did come for our kids and they carved out the fathers on our families and they turned friends against each other. And they did take down our monuments and demonize our founders and elevate false prophets while glorifying the devil. And they did steal our votes and they spied on our warriors. They entrapped the innocent. They lied about our history. They've come for all of us in a complete about face inside out that makes no sense because it's not supposed to. The only reason they arrested that man that we told you about in hour number one, Alexander Smirnoff, who was the guy who told the FBI that the head of Burisma has video or rather audio recordings proving Joe Biden and Hunter Biden were bribed. $5 million each to fire the prosecutor digging into Burisma. There's proof of that. And the Department of Justice went to Harry Reid International Airport yesterday to track down this man Smirnov, to arrest him, and to charge him with lying about Joe Biden's crime family syndicate. Does it make sense then that that same Department of Justice would be on the side of HIV-infected hookers who want to spread or are indiscriminate about infecting other people? It makes no sense unless you look at it through the eyes of them. I think we need something, ladies and gentlemen. What do you say? You know, this is a really sweet story because it, I think all of us have seen these social media pleas for help. My name is so-and-so. I live in such-and-such such a location. I suffer from blah, 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 and I need help. Would you help me? I mean, there are so many scams. There are scams on top of scams. But Steve Hartman from CBS did this great story on a relatively young man who did a little bit more than just scroll past the asks. He decided to do a little research on the people behind the plea 
And what he found was eye-opening. From a desperate place across the Atlantic, a suspicious message went out. My name is Joel from Liberia, West Africa. I need some assistance from you, business or financial assistance that will help empower me. And 6,000 miles away, a stranger answered. I just wanted to go down this rabbit hole and see what were the tricks that they used to get people. You were wrong about him. So I took him for a scammer, but he, he showed me that he, there was a different side to him. As we first reported in 2018, Ben Taylor of Ogden, Utah befriended the stranger and helped him help himself. He worked with Joel to make a little booklet about his life. And I sold it online to whoever was interested in the story or whoever was just interested in helping a guy out. And from those sales, Joel was able to earn hundreds of dollars. Is this your home? Oh yeah, it is my home. Ben even visited to see the results of their partnership firsthand. Brand new roof. That looks good, man. Yeah, yeah. As you might expect, after that story first aired, lots of people tried to seize on Ben's kindness. His spam folder blew up with supposedly desperate pleas. Like the woman in Cameroon who said she needed money for reconstructive plastic surgery. The same letter had been circulating on the internet for years. It was even posted on a scam reporting website. But I read into her story and it, it, it felt like something that I couldn't ignore. So you believe somebody again? I did a lot of work to kind of get to the bottom of it. Turns out the story is true. Chica Ordery had a botched surgery as a child that left her with intermittent but excruciating pain. Hi, Chica Ordery. So? A couple months ago. It's me, Mr. Ben. Ben did as he'd done before. <laughs> How are you? Flew to see the woman so many others had written off as a scammer and showed her the book, this is the book. that would pay for her operation. That you wrote. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun to see people kind of be the hero of their own story. Hi, Chief Ordery. You look like someone who just got out of surgery. Thanks to you, Mr. Ben. Twice now, Ben Taylor has gone halfway around the world to help a stranger and inspire you. Not to go answer your spam mail, just open your mind to the possibility that some people may be better than you think. Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine. Steve Hartman, CBS News, on the road. I think that story is so amazing, and I don't know about you guys, but I've never once thought about investigating one of these people and their claims, right? It's so frequent that you feel like you're getting scammed. Somebody's always got some edge on you. I'd never even consider. Brock, have you ever even thought for a moment to do a dive on anybody? No. Never! And that young man, Ben, did. I thought it was darling. Hey, do not go anywhere if you're new to the program. It's our favorite part of the show. All week long, it's called Bad Joke Friday. And uh, yeah, they're bad. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio program. All right, this is the final segment of the show for the week. And if you're new to the Wendy Bell Radio program, it's called Bad Joke Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, I just flew in from New York and boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> I'm joking, of course. <laughs> Anywho, welcome to the comedy club. Won't you give it up to Wendy and Brock for Bad Joke Friday? 
All right, so the rule is got to always start with Dr. Richard Rafferty's from the Disc Institute of Pittsburgh. Hopefully I will not botch it. Here is what it says. So there's a policeman. He's driving around on patrol and he notices a pickup truck driving around as well with a whole bunch of penguins in the back. He pulls the truck over and he tells the driver, look, dude, I'm sorry, but you can't drive around with a bunch of penguins. You need to take these penguins to the zoo immediately. The man says, "Okay," and he drives off. Next day, police officers are on patrol again. The guy notices the same pickup truck. He sees all the penguins in the back again, except this time they're all wearing sunglasses. So he pulls the truck over. He walks up to the driver and says, hey, buddy, I thought I told you to take these penguins to the zoo. And the guy looks back at him and says, I did. And it was so much fun. Today we're going to the beach. Goodness. (laughs) That was a long way to get nowhere. There's a new cryptocurrency called Decibel. Decibel. Yeah. Oh. It's a sound investment. Oh, God. I <laughs> I accidentally rubbed ketchup in my eyes. Now I have Heinz sight. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> what kind of tree fits in your hand? Tree hand. I don't know. A palm tree. Why do farmers put bells on cows? Because their horns don't work. What did one plate say to the other? One plate said to the other what? I don't know. Uh, Dinner's on me. What rock group has four men who don't sing or play instruments? Oh, yeah. Um, He's thinking about it, ladies and gentlemen. He's thinking about it more than you and I are. What rock group has four men who don't sing or play instruments? I think I know it. Go. I'd like to solve that puzzle. Go ahead. Mount Rushmore. Oh, for that... You're fired, and you're fired, and you're fired. There you go. You are correct. What is Dracula's favorite boat? See, I don't even care to think about it. A blood vessel. (laughs) What did the tornado tomato say? What did the tomato say to his friends when he was running late? Don't worry, I'll catch up. What language do pigs speak? (laughs) Pig Latin. French, because they go wee, wee, wee all the way home. No, that was so dumb. An altar boy approached his priest and he confessed that he had sinned with a girl in the congregation. And the priest asked, well, was it was it Sherry Elgie or, or Rhonda Hart? <laughs> the voice said, no, I cannot tell you who. The priest asked, was it Murphy Law or Dee Dee Biebs? The boy says, I'm sorry, Father, I cannot tell. The priest told him, well, you've sinned. You must take four weeks off from your altar boy duties. The boy looked sad. He walked back to the group of altar boys who asked what happened. The boy grinned and said, I got a month off and four good leads. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. It is. Did you hear about the guy who drank invisible ink? No. Yeah, he's at the hospital waiting to be seen. What do you call Batman when he skips church? Christian Bale. I know. Is there anything worse than when it's raining cats and dogs? Hmm, Probably. Yeah. Hailing taxis. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs) that's bad (laughs) why did the god of thunder have to stretch his leg muscles he was a little thor oh (laughs) jeez where did noah keep his bees his bees yes i don't know in the archives oh gosh
Have you heard of the new sport called quiet tennis? It's sort of like normal tennis, but without the racket. I don't know. A blonde is chatting with a man at the supermarket. She asks him, do you have any children? He replies, yes, I have one that's just under two. She replies, I may be blonde, but I know how many one is. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like a new boomerang, but I can't seem to throw the old one away. I know. My favorite word is drool. It just rolls off the tongue. Why is silence golden? Because duct tape is silver. Why are dogs poor dancers? <laughs> Why? Because they have two left feet. What do you call a baby born in a brothel? A brothel sprout. <laughs> <laughs> two neighbors decided to go into the <laughs> marijuana business. It was a joint venture. <laughs> Why did the chicken go to the gym? To work on his packs. So stupid. They say we learn from our mistakes. That's why I'm making as many as possible. I'll be a genius soon. (laughs) I told my friend that I have two half-sisters. My friend asked, well, were your parents previously married to other people? I said, no. My father was a terrible magician. (laughs) What do you call two Egyptians who pass gas at the same time for the same reason? Ew, what? Tutankhamen. Oh, gosh. The la- my last apartment only had four-foot ceilings. I mean, I couldn't stand living there. I know. I asked the escalator repair instructor if they offered accelerated courses. He said I'd have to take it one step at a time. I know, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we love you and your participation of this. Remember, wbrbrock at gmail.com. Hey, you guys, thanks for being a part of what we're doing here. We... Uh, We appreciate you every single day. Love you to death. Peace.